I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you on KSL News Radio today here on Inside Sources, uh, covering a lot of ground, a host of different issues uh, in our new time slot, 11 to noon, Monday through Thursday. So yeah, you get Dave and Deb from 9 to 11, uh, and then I will uh, follow on after Dave and Dejanovic have wrapped up, and uh, we'll get you from 11 to noon. And so uh, we're excited to have everybody uh, online, on board. And I want to shift topics here a little bit uh, to something that is so critical. I don't know anyone anywhere that hasn't been impacted by a family member, a loved one, a neighbor, a good friend uh, who has dealt with some sort of addiction issue, uh, whether that's alcoholism or drug addiction or pornography addiction. There, there are just so many things going on. And we we often talk around how do we deal with this? How do we address this? Uh, and my inside source, when I think about how do you get to recovery, uh, is my good friend Todd Sylvester. Todd, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Boyd. I appreciate it. All right. And I understand you've uh, your uh, latest work, your uh, new book, I'm Recovered, uh, is out on Amazon today. Is that right? It is, yeah. It's uh, out today, and I'm, I feel very blessed and grateful to be in a position to share my story. Uh, well, it's uh, it's a powerful one. Uh, when you and I first met a few years ago, uh, I was like, okay, this guy this guy gets it in a unique way. Uh, you really are a, uh, not a counselor, not even a coach. Uh, you really are a belief system master, uh, and I've, <laughs> I've watched yeah. you deploy that in, in so many ways. But give our, our listeners who may not be familiar uh, Todd, uh, give us just a, a real quick snapshot of uh, of your story uh, and how you got to this place, and then we'll start talking about some solutions that everybody can deploy uh, to help those uh, who are facing addiction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so the book is, you know, it's a just a reflection of my life all the way back to when I was a child and things that I went through, and most of us can, can uh, agree or uh, relate with this, that we grow up a lot of times feeling that we're less than and I, and I was no different. I grew up with this belief, and it was just, you know, something very innocent. I, I grew up with a very good, you know, household. My parents loved me. But I started forming this belief that I wasn't good enough. And what I've learned is that belief dictates the way we behave. Mm. And so that belief dictated some very unhealthy behaviors, which led to me, you know, eventually trying drugs and alcohol and then be, becoming addicted to both. And that blew up my life. And... uh it really led me down this dark path, and then I uh, luckily reached out to, um, to, to be honest, with to my higher power, which you know I call God, and because of two friends who uh, kind of led and directed me uh, to doing that, and at the time I didn't believe in that, and when I reached out, uh, long story short, I got this answer, and it was so profound that I decided I was going to spend the rest of my life helping other people. Um, not only have to go through what I went through, or if they are going through it, help them get past this. And so really, that's kind of the whole synopsis of the book. And I titled it, I Am Recovered, because I believe I truly am recovered. And I, I have this 
philosophy that I teach my clients that what follows I am follows you. Mm. And I understand if I went back to drinking or drugs, I understand I'm back in that mess. But I'm, I'm not going back there, and I'm going to lead this charge that I'm recovered, I've moved on, and I'm going to sh- share that message and help other people. Uh, I think that's so important. I want to drill down on that just a little bit, Todd, because I, I it, it's an area where I think you are different from a lot of those in the recovery community, uh, many who who do kind of reinforce that, you know, I am an alcoholic, I am an addict. Uh, and, and you're saying, no, you, you've got to frame what, what follows the I am uh, really does follow you around and it does drive behavior. Give us an example of that. Yeah. So, I mean, again, in the, you know, the philosophy in the addiction recovery world is typically, you know, you have to label yourself, I'm an addict or an alcoholic. And I get why they do that in the beginning, because you, they, they want you to acknowledge that you've had an issue here. Yes. And, and I understand that part. But what happens is we hold on to that label, and that becomes our identity almost. And then we walk around telling everyone, hey, I'm an alcoholic, I'm an addict. And I've seen it time and time again where that leads back to the unhealthy behavior of drinking and doing drugs again. So why can't we take a chance on saying something powerful like, I'm clean, I'm grateful to be clean today? Because the truth is, you know, when I'm sitting in front of a, a person who's been doing drugs and they've been addicted, but yet they're clean right in front of me, you know, time is irrelevant. I've been clean 30 years, but they've been clean maybe 10, 10 days. And I'll say, right now, we're the exact same. We're both clean. So why don't we state the truth? We're clean. I'm clean. And it's a very powerful, uh, empowering um, belief system that uh, that you can use. Uh, I, I love that. I remember hearing uh, Joseph Grenny, and maybe you were with him on this one, when he went to, uh, he was in a prison uh, and was talking about you know people who uh, who were in prison, obviously for a, a lot of different reasons, uh, most that right. involved uh, breaking the law or stealing something, uh, and right. uh, and asked the question, you know, how many of you are honest? Uh, and you think yeah. you know asking a, a room full of uh, people behind bars uh, to say, hey, you know, none of you stole anything today. You, you this may be the yeah. most honest, full of integrity group on the planet today. Uh, and so it's yeah. important to to capture those moments where we are uh, who we are, our our real essence, our real self, and uh, and then to build on that because it's it is so easy to retreat uh, to the old habits, the old attitudes, the old paradigms in terms of thinking. And uh, you you talk about right. those feelings of less than. Um, Todd, we've got just a, a couple of minutes left, and I, I want to get to some of these forward moving things. And uh, sure. again, so many people are just. If they're not struggling with it, they've got someone they love who's struggling with it. What's something that any of us could do today uh, to just help someone who might not be to that recovery phase yet? Yeah, that's a great question. It's a question I get quite often, and it's a difficult one because, you know, a lot of times people who are struggling, a lot of times isolate and they don't want to connect with others, and so they don't want to hear something from somebody but, you know, kind of like, and I hear you say this a lot, Boyd, that let's get the conversation started, right? No matter, and you've seen this in the political world, you know, how important it is to just start talking. It's no different with someone who's struggling with, with a drug or an alcohol addiction, is that a lot of times we're afraid to even go say something. Right. And I think, again, addiction is the opposite of connection. So let's go connect with that individual. Let's let them know that we care. Let's let them know that, hey... I'm here for the long haul, and I will help you. I can't walk the walk for you, but I'll walk alongside of you. 
And so I think as long as we open that conversation, it allows that person to go, okay, I'm starting to feel like someone actually cares. And I'll never forget when I was in my darkest moment, I had a friend reach out to me who said, basically, I believe in you, Todd, mm. even when I didn't believe in myself. Yeah. And that was a little spark that kind of made me, made me go, okay, there is some hope here, and I'm going to move forward. And so I think that is the most powerful thing we can do is start the conversation. Mm. So important. Uh, if you're just joining us, we have Todd Sylvester uh, on the line. He's the author of I Am Recovered, uh, is a great life coach, uh, and is helping so many through this process on the road to recovery uh, and being recovered uh, and doing it. And I love what you said there, Todd. Uh, that's probably the important message for all of us today, that the opposite of addiction is connection. And so yeah. reach out. If there's anybody in your world today who you think is struggling in any way, shape, or form, the solution for the day, the action item for the day is to connect, to reach out, to send a text, make a call, stop by, do something yeah. to connect. Yep. All right. For sure. Fantastic. And the book is I Am Recovered. You can get that on Amazon today. And uh, Todd just has a, a host of uh, great resources out there. Todd, thanks for all you're doing in a very important work that's uh, touching all of our lives. Well, thank you so much, Boyd, and thanks to the listeners for, uh, for hearing me out today. Thank you for the opportunity. All right, fantastic. And that's Todd Sylvester. Uh, he's just uh, a magician uh, when it comes to belief system, uh, his ability to connect with people and help them understand who they really are and what they really can become down the line is uh, is just absolutely inspiring. He has a great podcast, a belief cast, he calls it, uh, that really does shape uh, that belief system. So stick around for, for more of that. All right, we're going to go ahead and we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour. When we come back, we'll be joined by the great Herb Scribner talking about all things culture and uh, what's going on out there in the world, what's trending. So don't miss it. Stay with us. This is Boyd Matheson here on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.